This podcast, brought to you by Anchor, is currently non-profit making and is based on the second edition coursebook on international history from 1870 to 1945 for Cambridge International AS Level History. Hello listeners! In this episode, I'll be discussing the policy of appeasement that was followed by Britain and France, including the Anschluss with Austria and events in Czechoslovakia and the Munich Conference. Let's begin with the Anschluss with Austria in 1938. On March 11th, Hitler believed that Germany had nothing to fear if they united with Austria. Hitler wished to practice his policy of a united Germany with Austria, who were German-speaking. Many people in Austria supported this idea, as their country's economy was weak. They believed that unification with Germany would make them stronger. In early 1938, Hitler had encouraged Austrian Nazis to stir up trouble and stage demonstrations and riots across the country. They called for unification with Germany. In a meeting with the Austrian leader, Kurt Schuschnigg, Hitler told him that the crisis would only be resolved if he accepted the Anschluss with Germany. He reluctantly agreed, however, in a last-minute attempt, he called a referendum for the people to decide whether to unite with Germany. Hitler worried that the Austrians would vote against the Anschluss and forced Schuschnigg to resign, appointing the leader of the Austrian Nazis in his place. So why was it a success overall? In the elections, voters were watched over by German soldiers, and 99.75% of Austrians voted for the unification of Germany. This meant that Austria's army, weapons, rich deposits of valuable ores and resources were added to Germany's growing army and industry. Hitler had been sure that Mussolini would not oppose him, as they had formed the Rome-Berlin Axis, making them allies. Hitler knew that only Britain and France would be able to oppose him, but was confident that both nations would not take any actions against Germany due to their policy of appeasement. After they failed to take action as Germany had broken yet another term of the Treaty of Versailles, it had become clear that Britain and France were unlikely to react as Hitler followed his policy and reversed the Treaty of Versailles. Britain reacted by strongly condemning Germany. However, they were in no position to take major action and start a war. Many in the British public supported the policy of appeasement. Therefore, they were in no position to fight against German-Austrian unification, especially as many people in Austria had supported the Anschluss. So the British believed that Anschluss was reasonable. Furthermore, as a result of the anti-Comintern pact, Britain was unwilling to risk war with Germany, as it could lead to Japan and Italy taking action against Britain. However, there were few in Britain that opposed appeasement, most notably Winston Churchill, who was the Lord of the Admiralty and Command of the Navy at that time. France reacted by condemning Germany's actions. Although they were in a state of political turmoil, its entire government had resigned after failing to secure support for its plans for dealing with the country's economic problems. Although Anschluss was a clear breach of the Paris Peace Settlement, France was in no position to react to Germany's takeover of Austria, especially without the support of Britain. Now, onto the events in Czechoslovakia and the Munich Conference. Hitler had signed a 10-year non-aggression pact with Poland in 1934 to show it was peaceful. It became obvious he was not peaceful when he invaded Czechoslovakia in 1939 after successfully claiming and taking possession of the Sudetenland. The crisis initially began with Adolf Hitler's rise to power and aim of remilitarization. He also aimed at Lebensraum and expanding the German borders to include German speakers in other countries, such as the Sudetenland and Austria, and to create more living space for the Germans. Let's look specifically at the Sudetenland crisis. 
In September 1938, Hitler was demanding that Sudetenland, who of the population 50%, around 3 million, were Germans, who claimed they were being oppressed and mistreated by the Czechs. Hitler encouraged Germans in the Sudetenland to stir up trouble in Czechoslovakia and demand to be allowed to join with Germany. It was eventually handed over to Germany. The Sudetenland contained 70% of Czechoslovakia's heavy industry, and it was a strong area of defence for the country, so losing this area would leave them defenceless against Germany. After Hitler made an anti-Czech speech in mid-September, Chamberlain feared war. He believed that the war would be more devastating than the First World War. He believed that British military was not ready to fight Germany, and the British public wished to avoid war, whatever possible. The Czech leader, Edward Benish, became concerned that Hitler would invade his country, so he asked Britain and France to support him if it came to war. However, they were reluctant to do so, and Britain sent a politician to Czechoslovakia to recommend that certain parts be given to Germany. It is important to note that Czechoslovakia had a friendship and alliance agreement with France since 25th of January 1924, while they had an alliance with the USSR since the 16th of May 1935. They had tried to form alliances with Britain, but they were unsuccessful. British Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain met with Hitler, declaring that the Czech government had agreed to give him certain parts of the Sudetenland. Hitler was unhappy with this settlement, and demanded for the whole of the Sudetenland. As Chamberlain refused, war seemed likely, so people in Britain began constructing air raid shelters. Mussolini helped to arrange a meeting, which became known as the Munich Agreement between British Prime Minister Chamberlain, French Prime Minister Daladier, and German Führer Hitler in September 1938. It was agreed that Hitler would be given the entire Sudetenland. As Chamberlain returned to Britain, he was saluted as a hero, as he was able to prevent war. German soldiers seized the Sudetenland on October 1st, 1938, with no shots fired. Two days later, the Czech leader resigned. Despite the USSR being in alliances with France and Czechoslovakia, they were not invited to the Munich Conference and were very disappointed at its outcome. Stalin felt that the USSR's defence against Germany had been compromised by the conference, believing that Hitler had been given the confidence and resources needed to push eastwards, first into Poland and then into Soviet Russia. The Munich Agreement convinced European powers that Britain and France were unreliable and feared a lack of action against Germany. This was especially the case for Stalin and the Soviet Union, who shocked the world as he decided to enter negotiations with Hitler. Many historians believe that despite their communism, the USSR was the most logical and sensible country at this time, wishing for the League of Nations to properly function as an organisation, while Britain and France only wished to use it for their own benefits. There are many criticisms of the policy of appeasement. For example, the participating countries had attempted to avoid bloodshed by giving Sudetenland to Hitler without consulting Czechoslovakia, and appeasement promoted aggression as Hitler continued to want and expect more and more. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Please consider using the links in the description below to leave a voice message for me leave feedback for me, or visit my website which hosts additional revision material. Depending on which app you are listening to this on, you could also rate and review the podcast. Thank you.